Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Circus of Safety video cast where Andy, Dez and I, Brenton, uh, look to guide you through the thrilling world of health and safety uh, with a little bit of laughter, a little bit less knowledge and a wee bit of magic. Uh, welcome to the show, gentlemen. Uh, Dez, how are you this morning, mate? Very good, thank you. How are you? Oh, mate, just tickety-boo, living the dream, thank you, living the dream. Uh, Mr. Evans, uh, how are you this morning, sir? Very well, very well. A bit, a bit slow. The internet's not playing. Playing. Hopefully, we'll get through it all right. Well, I don't. I don't know about you, Andy, but it's raining where I am, and I know. Um, I mean, you live out on Pukekohe, mate. So a little bit of rain will no doubt affect the internet speed drastically. That's probably true. We've had a lot of rain. We have. We've had a lot of rain. Hey guys, now listen. Um, last episode uh episode nine because this is episode 10 so it generally goes sequentially like that wow. nine ten <sighs> groundbreaking <Wow>. right <sighs> groundbreaking uh last show we had um we spoke about risk matrices and um we got a huge amount of feedback on that on that show which was which was great um some really positive positive feedback uh people not only commenting on our linkedin page which is where most of them come in but even uh so inspired they were making comments on our spotify page now that's pretty cool so that's a whole nother level uh for this show so we're definitely breaking ground but i just want to bring um bring one uh one of those bits of feedback to the forefront here and and this show um we've got a lot of award-winning followers here um it's an, a followers a show full of award-winning followers and and this um this comment comes from Shavashni simmons um uh, andy i believe you know Shavashni. um now there's this is a bit of a shout out to you mate she um she actually remembers your post on on the high vis colors uh well done, Des. Um, you're getting out there, mate. People are reading what you've got to say. How do you feel? I'm honoured. Um, that's very nice of her to give us that feedback. Excellent. Great. Hey, um, now listen, um, before we get a bit carried away with ourselves, um, as as always, um, we need to protect ourselves. Uh, it's so important in this day and age. You just don't know what um, what diseases are out there. So, I mean, we just don't know what litigation lies, lies ahead. But now, again, Des, mate, listen... You know, we're talking all fair before we got online. You might need to do a side shoot here. Um, your disclaimers are just taken off, right? Yeah, look, I've, I've been um, invited to speak at the disclaiming conference in Geneva. Uh, late wow. This year. Wow. Um, and, things and, have really gone ahead in leaps and bounds. But, and and not, not only that, but but you've actually got like a, a following. It's almost like a cult following. And, and, um, and based off that cult following, um, we've actually decided to do something, uh, and and what that is actually, um, that's going to be a wee a wee little giveaway, Des. Um, now, are you be okay with giving away a little piece of yourself today, mate? I, I will. It's it's the um it's the air cabin announcer that I used in last week's disclaimer. Well, hang on, hang on, Des. Des, yes. don't downplay it, mate. It is not just the air cabin announcer that you're giving away. It's a certified. Air cabin announcer. What what certification does it have again? Uh, it's it's BSH1T2023. So that's a British standard. BSH1T. Wow. So don't 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 downplay it. This is a legitimate the real deal. certified tool. Yeah, hundred percent right. Yeah. Now, not only not only that, Des, um, I believe you were prepared to sign it and send it out um, with your autograph on it. 
to one right. lucky listener, one lucky listener, or watcher. I guess depends on whether. I suppose you've got to be. Oh, wow! With with a mug, and he's got the mugs. I like how he kept that that one uh, that one quiet. Now, there's um, in order for an individual to win said certified air cabin announcement tool. Uh, what we're asking for here is one watcher of the show. So you've got to be watching live because it's going to be quick. It's, it's not going to take long. It's going to be gone. Um, the first person to accurately identify the inspiration for today's disclaimer in the chat, right? So that's what we're looking for. The first person to pop up into the chat, the inspiration for the disclaimer today wins. There's a certified BSH1T air cabin announcement tool. I mean, that is this is next level. Oh, and a mug. Apparently, and a mug. So, um, no, we're not calling Andy a mug. Um, Andy's got the mugs. Um, that's not just a mug. Andy's got. Andy's actually got the six safety mugs. Mate, not even I've got one, and some lucky listener is going to get one. I mean, I've just got a stock standard uh, cup here, right? Um, but some lucky listener is going to get a certified BSH1T air cabin announcement tool signed by Des and a mug from Andy. Now... Um, Des, are you ready? I am indeed. Um, so I hope everyone's listening carefully. But uh, over the last few weeks, I've spent a lot of time thinking about engagement, clear and, and, and simple messaging. And I came across a person who has a PhD in this area and has published a few books. Um, a well-known doctor, I thought I might mimic uh, their style and, and see if this helps. So um, here it goes. Oh, listen and heed. Here's a legal decree. For this podcast, safety is the key you must see. Though rhymes may be fun and our tips they may gleam, remember this isn't just a whimsical dream. Consult the experts, the lawyers so bright, for legal advice that's just right in the light. Our words are like treats, a sugary thought, but don't skip the rules that the lawyers have brought. In the land of the workplace with hazards untamed, stay informed, be cautious, don't play the blame game. We share little lessons to help you keep well, but for proper advice to the experts we tell. So while we might rhyme and we might make you grin, safety's a serious thing. Let that sink in. Follow the laws and regulations, oh please, for a workplace as safe as the calmest of seas. Now go on and listen, enjoy every show, but let's keep in mind that safety's the flow. With cat in the hat spirit, we'll rhyme and we'll chat, but don't forget legal stuff's part of all that. Wow. <laughs> There's, um, I'm not surprised you've got a following, mate not surprised you've got a following so just a reminder to our viewers out there uh the first person to accurately identify the inspiration for today's disclaimer um from des will win des's certified bsh1t air cabin announcement tool signed by him and a mug from andy oh and look at it is des we've got our first person um it's it's Sarah Tizard. Sarah's throwing it down, right? She's she just wants to meet Andy. I think is, is what's going on here. So, um, Des, can you see the chat, mate? I can, and and as the correct answer is Dr. Seuss. So, well done, Sarah. You've won yourself an air cabin announcer um, and a and a mug. Be interested to know, Sarah, if you know what what the, his PhD was in. Well, we, well, while we wait for Sarah to kind of Google that, um, then... <laughs> that, 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 no, that's really cool, because I'll personally deliver both as well, because I'm meeting with her next Friday. Wow, wow. Excellent. Hey, um, Andy, um, now, that we're, now that we're protected, uh, legally, anyway, um, any, any words of wisdom from the world of teaching these days, mate? Well, I had a horrendous teaching experience this last week. Please, um, can you share it, but make it quick. 
it's just awful. <laughs> I, I can't go beyond that. It, it, okay, it great. Me. Awesome. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get on with the show then, because well, can, um... before be, no, before we move on, can I just can I just say that it was horrendous, but it was it was the support via text that I received from you two that got me through. You know, there's helpful comments enough. about why don't you ask the facilitator about some legal case in Australia from ten years ago? Really helped me through it. Great. Okay. Uh, um, are we done? Can we move on? Yeah. Sorry, I, I I care, but listen, we've got a show to run, mate. Um, this isn't a personal counselling session. Um, we'll we'll get on to that a little bit later. Um, but, but really quickly, um, you know, we're, just a real quick check in. Um, your last couple of weeks for you, Dees, they've been good. Uh, anything exciting that you got up to, mate? I went to a safety symposium. Did you? Wow. I did. Yeah. Cool. Um, Andy, what about you? Anything exciting you got up to over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I went to a safety symposium. Guess what I did over the last couple of weeks? Went to a safety symposium. Uh, yeah, how cool How cool was that, guys? Uh, the first ever Circus of Safety, safety Symposium. Um, Des, I believe you've been beavering away in the background um, doing some editing of the videoing that we had. Uh, yeah, I've arranged um, some editing, so not all of the footage uh, worked as well as I would have liked, but we did get some nice stuff that's um, cool. sort of come together. So we might be able to post that up. I'm not sure what we want to do with that yet just yet but um it's looking good now nah, fantastic excellent okay boys well um listen we've got an audience to appease let's can get just, just, just before we go oh, any further can i just, just can yep, i just say okay. Britain, yep sure you are no coming worries. through on my screen in full technicolor you are looking yes. amazing like it's almost Thank as you. if you sat in my room Wow. Uh, and that is because I'm powered by Sun on site, um, who had kindly stepped up and um, and provided me with a very nice MacBook. So I've got to be fair, apart from that symposium, I've done sweet FA all fortnight, apart from playing with setting up the computer. Don't tell my employer that, though. Um, they believe I've been working really hard. I hope nobody from um, the company that I work for... <laughs> Is watching this show because that could be an awkward performance review next week. But anyway, um, enough about me. Thank you again to Sun on site who's powering me through today's show. Um, really appreciate that. Uh, here we go, gentlemen. We are onto the wheel. Um, anything exciting you're looking forward to it landing on? I'm looking for, I want to talk about passion in the industry. And wow. Etymology. Yeah. Wow. I've been wow. looking cool. forward to that one. Uh, Andy, anything specific about you? Root cause analysis. Wow. Wow. Here we go. Well, you, hopefully it lands on something Des wants to talk about because I think you were all about, it was all, last show was all about you. So here we go, Tim. Are we ready for this? Here we go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Gotta be honest, this was secretly my <laughs> my favorite. Oh, this was one that I put on the wheel. I am excited. Oh, I am beyond ecstatic. In fact, this is just next level. Uh, so um, why don't we just abolish health and safety? I mean, oh, that's awesome. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, Andy, one sentence, one word. What do you think? What are your thoughts on the topic? Um, what does abolish mean? Get rid of. 
Gone. See you later. Throw it away. No longer. Legislation or get rid of all controls. Oh, here we go. Come on, mate. Let's not overanalyze this. Just get rid of it. Just get rid of all of it. I mean, really, the whole kit and caboodle gone in the bin. Out of here. Speed limit. Speed limits gone. Road signs gone. Why not? Why not? I mean, do people follow speed limits? Do people follow speed limits? Do they follow speed limits? That's all I'm saying. Not everyone, though. Let's be fair. Des, anyway, moving on. Someone that's a bit more logical. Des, what are your thoughts? Initial thoughts, shock, awe, inspired. Let's just abolish health and safety, mate. Well, the the initial thought is that seems crazy, but maybe maybe in sort of a, a, a mission or a goal sense, you know, long term strategy for everyone should be to everyone that works in health and safety should be to make themselves redundant. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. Funny. It's, it's interesting. You know, we, we all came together like kindred spirits, like a moth around a flame, you know, uh, and it's often, uh, which is quite inspiring because, you know, you make that statement and it's interesting. The first thing I said to, when I, when I, you know, whenever I go into a job uh, and I've bounced around a little bit um, over the last few years, the first thing I said to people is exactly that. This my goal here is to abolish health and safety. My goal in my job is to make myself redundant. Um, I mean, let's be fair, especially listeners of the show, you'll, they'll all understand. If people are relying on me uh, to keep them safe, <laughs> they're in a whole world of problems. Whole world of problems. <laughs> I mean, I can barely keep the show together, let alone keep people safe, right? Um, yeah. What are so, your thoughts, Brent? Yeah. Oh, mate, I say get rid of it. I say abolish it. Although I've got to be fair, I started I started down this path of abolish health and safety, get rid of it. I'm not a fan. Why do we put it on a pedestal? I guess is where I was going with it. But then I realised that would be the end of the show because what are we just going to call ourselves? The circus of? I mean, that could work, right? I mean, if we abolish safety, does that mean we abolish the show? I, I don't know. And I'm having a lot of fun with you guys. I'm really enjoying enjoying my time on the show. So I, I don't quite know. Don't, don't quite know, but really interesting. So um, let's let's stick with you, Des, because um, you know when you when we and I hate to, I hate to admit this, but Andy actually started making a valid point, right? But when we start thinking about abolishing health and safety and getting rid of it, I want to get too excited, Andy. Um, I mean, where where do you think we could? Do you think we could draw the line somewhere with abolishing health and safety? Or if it if we get rid of it, do we get rid of it all? Um, what do you, I mean? Yeah, what are your sort of thoughts around that? If we were to abolish it, what are we abolishing exactly? Um, well, it's I guess we Andy correctly identified several different ways that you could abolish safety. One one of them is legal, and um, I don't I don't know if you could abolish the safety law. I mean, the the mechanisms for suing for similar types of breaches existed before we had safety legislation. It was just yep. harder to do that. Um, now it's, it's been made easier. Uh, so uh, you, can, I, can I throw something at you though, Des, while you're talking about that? Sorry to interrupt you there, but I just want to flash back to our show, a special episode actually on Fakari White Island, right? Uh, one of the things that we spoke about in that show uh, relating to Fakari White Island was around the legislation used to try to prosecute people for that event. Uh, and I was thinking back to that. I think we started going down this road. Was the health and safety legislation the right legislation to, to, to be using? So 
I guess with that in mind, um, I mean, just ref capping your, refreshing your memory on that, do, do you do you think it would be that hard to abolish health and safety legislation and still be able to hold people to account for failings and, and, and hurting people? Well, the mechanisms would still exist, but it would be harder to exercise those mechanisms. You'd need to finance yourself to, to bring a prosecution or, or a um, civil claim against the, the offender. Okay. No, no, fair enough. So, so something, to, something to think about there, I guess. Um, and oh, I can't believe Andy clearly has a kindred spirit in Keith Harvey there, um, who again, <laughs> hashtag Circus the Safety Dictionary. Um, Keith's comment there. Thank you, Keith. Um, how can you abolish something, as in health and safety, when it's not necessarily clearly defined? And I think that's where you started going, Andy. I mean. Do you want to kind of elaborate on what we, where you're trying to go with your initial shock and all? I mean, what are your thoughts on about the abolishment of health and safety? And I guess maybe more so, what are we actually possibly abolishing? Yep, absolutely. And it goes back to what I bang about, bang on about pretty much every week, is that the, the area that we, we're in is, is ill-defined, and it, which is good for it because it generates lots of discussion. But fundamentally, it's problematic because most people don't really know what they're doing. There's miscommunication. Um, I think trying to ab abolishing stuff, I don't know if that would work <laughs> anyway, but I, the word criminalize came up. So it, let's, let's flip it around a bit. Yep. Should we criminalize health and safety? What, what, Should it what, be an offense what, for doing safe things? <laughs> wow. Oh. Well, you know, like, uh, that's it. You, you, you say that and we laugh about it, but how often do we drive around and see people trying to um, not do things uh, safely. You know, how often do we drive around seeing people uh, break break rules? It, it's it's almost as would that be what's what's the um oh, there's a uh, what's the the thing where you 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 say something negative to create a positive? Uh, there's come on, you're the smart one here. Um, oh, you you you. You, you try to like, you, oh, absolute mind blank. It's like reverse psychology type thing. That's the one. And I was expecting that from Des. But um, anyway, Andy will do. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, would it be a re would reverse psychology and health and safety work? I mean, would it make a difference? I mean, people are so busy trying to, trying to hide away from their responsibilities often. People can't, you know. So if we reverse psychology, it, would it make the world a safer place? I think there was a statement, uh, a study about that, um, where it was like a traffic situation where pedestrians and traffic interacted and they were basically removed all of the, the rules and just said it's just a free-for-all. There's no speed limit. There's no turning signals. There's nothing. And the results were quite positive. Um, I, I couldn't name the study. <laughs> I think it was in <laughs> Northern Europe somewhere. But yes, um, yeah, it's it's. It was, I've, it I've seen that play out it was it was the trigger for Sydney Decker and Safety Differently that, hmm. um, and they've since tried it in in the UK and they scrapped it because there was lots of accidents. Um, but so it, when you said lots think, of accidents, what, more accidents than if there are road rules. Yeah, apparently. So so I, I, there's some research that I can I can provide a link to, but one of the interesting things from my previous life when I was a teacher was when we were teaching kids to play soccer and stuff like that. If you put them in sort of five-a-side teams, they'd referee themselves and they'd be honest and truthful. As soon as you stepped into referee, their whole mentality changed. 
And all of that honesty and integrity seemed to go out the window and they were relying on the referee to make the decisions. I don't know if you, that's a reasonable analogy for how a law, then suddenly the whole dynamic changes as opposed to you lose that sort of goodwill and that sort of sense of community around it and fair play, I guess. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to get at, I guess, Andy, right? Like, you know, if we go back to your first analogy around the traffic, right? Um, speed limits are a control against, um, you know, managing a, a risk, right? Um, and if people see the speed limit, right, they see it as a target. And and when we set targets, we like to, you know, because we're a society of overachievers. I mean, look, we put a man on the moon. We're trying to get to Mars. We're, we're constantly pushing boundaries here, right? Um, it, we, <laughs> sorry. We want to go beyond safety, right? We want to go beyond <laughs> compliance. We're... we're <laughs> <laughs> just the irony here we, we we want to be overachievers so we set those rules almost as if it's an a, a we almost like i'm going to argue that we're creating objectives for us to try to beat that we are trying to create a, a, a situation where we've got a system to beat and i'm going to be i'm going to put it out there i look at audits as a challenge you know what i mean like i look at compliance audits as a challenge how can i get myself around this um how can i overachieve at it um and, and, and it becomes quite an ethical dilemma at some point, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think there's a real interesting balance between doing things for the right reasons and doing things because you have because you're told to by rules that are imposed on you. And you tended to be far better motivated as people if you can see the purpose in what you're doing as opposed to it just being imposed on you. I think there's quite a lot of research in that sort of space. It's quite interesting. Yeah, fascinating. We've obviously um, for the right reasons. Yeah, very much so. We've obviously got to be up old Keith's bonnet here because um, he's charming <laughs> in again. Charming in again. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. Keeping Good the show going, mate. Um, uh, would abolishing environmental management or quality management go hand in hand with abolishing health and safety? I'm going to say hell yeah. I mean, why not, right? We, we often say those things are all linked. So if we're going to get rid of one, let's get rid of the other one. I say in, uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I've got lots of analogies today. I've been up for a little while this morning. Sorry, team. Uh, probably had one too many coffees. But um, I mean, so I guess it's fascinating. Right? And, and I'm just going to kind of chime in here with my thoughts because um, so uh, in my current role, um, uh, my initial engagement within this organization that I currently work for was as the health, safety and environment manager, right? So a really dedicated role, dedicated to health, safety and environment, hence the title. Recently moved uh, into an operational management role, right? And, and I think, Andy, you and I had a couple of conversations about this. I was actually quite, quite concerned about about that and i was a little bit worried about is is removing a health safety and environment manager what is that saying to the business right mm -hmm. what is that saying to, about our organization and how we look after safety and and after a number of 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 conversations or the outcome was it actually i think provides greater opportunity to create a safer workplace mm -hmm. um because again as soon as we what i find is as soon as we put safety on a pedestal um, it becomes this thing that people want to knock down. And, and Kiwis, we are horrific for, for that. You know, we, we refer to tall poppy syndrome all the time, right? As soon as we elevate something up and we put it on a pedestal, uh, for whatever reason, our psyche says, let's knock it down. 
and and my worry is by by having this standalone uh health and safety kind of department or health and safety thing or uh as keith pointed out environmental specific thing or or quality thing are we just creating a psychological target for us to try and beat or knock down uh and and i've noticed um now with the change in my role i'm actually able to achieve far more in a general operations role as opposed to a very specialized very specific health and safety role um i mean there's any thoughts on that yeah i've i've often come up with this um with people giving me feedback in the organizations i work in saying oh we want a dedicated safety person on site and i've always kind of hesitated to to go down that path because i don't want that person to become the safety person for that site and the only person responsible for safety um because it would be quite easy for people with other priorities to put all the safety responsibility onto that person um and not take it on themselves and say well you know that person was looking after it, it's not my problem and I've, I've always hesitated and this makes me think of that i mean Des, you and I both work in the same industry. I mean, we know Andy doesn't actually work, but um, I, I, I get the same thing, right? Often, and it was it's fascinating because um, one of my on one of my sites recently, the we've got a dedicated health and safety person. It's an incredibly large large site, and the um, health and safety advisor on that site uh, took some extended leave. Um, and it was really interesting to see the reaction of the business or that site when I came in and said, oh, hey, listen, FYI, um, your health and safety resource is taking extended leave. Oh, who's replacing them, right? And I was like, oh, I've got no intention of replacing them. <laughs> like, um, I, I believe that that advisor has done exactly what I asked them to do and has advised you, has coached you, has mentored you, has ensured that you got the right systems and tools for you guys to manage your own health and safety you know you don't need a dedicated person here and if you get a really tricky question give me a call oh no 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 we've got to have somebody on site right and and again if if, if i did, if this person that we'd put in there wasn't called a health and safety advisor was called maybe a, a general operations business partner or i don't know something like that right would the reaction to them taking extended leave have been been the same probably not right um yeah probably probably not i mean you get a you get a carpenter take extended leave on a regular basis and they are an incredibly valuable team member on a construction site right mm -hmm. nobody blinks an eye it's like oh well we'll, we'll the carpenter's gone we'll have to work with what we've got right um and they are just as valuable as a, as a dedicated health and safety resource one would argue on, on a site um yeah i mean andy your thoughts um do, do you see you know anything further to say on, on, on where Des and I are going with this around concerns we have around I mean you work in a lot of organizations or across them and support them you know I mean what are you seeing out there at the moment Andy I think it, it's that age-old question or that age-old challenge of fundamentally we want people to work safely and uh, it's often captured at the moment that people do work and then do safety and the, having a, an advisor or a safety person amongst a team is often deemed to be the person that does the safety. The, the chippy does does the carpentry, right? And yep. then the safety person stuff, does, yep. does the safety. Um, when really we, we need to move away from that and we, move, we want our carpenters just to work safely. And that's the only way that it'll ever really work, I think. 
But there seems to be a huge resistance to doing that. And I think a lot of that's to do with understanding of what safety actually is. Um, yeah, amongst cool. groups of people. And a lot of people's exposure to safety has been paperwork. And, you know, people that often go into sort of very sort of hands-on hands work, they don't like paperwork. That's why, that's, why they, that's why they left school when they did. You know, so, so, so making safety easy for those people and actually is a tangible thing. Safety is not about paper, it's about actions. We'll make a difference. We just want our people to work safely. I think that's, that's the only way we'll ever succeed. I mean, I, I want to simplify it even further, Andy. We just want our people to work, right? Um, you know, now if they injure themselves, they can't work, right? If they're unhealthy, they can't work. If they're um, fatigued, you know what I mean? So mm. it's just about getting stuff done, right? And, and 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 then I guess because, and I think we've spoken about this before, Des, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, by creating a standalone department, by creating a standalone thing, are we actually creating clutter? Is that what's, are we creating our own clutter? Are we a self generating clutter machine but because we suddenly we've, we feel like we've got a we've got a dedicated safety resource i've got to justify my job because people are too scared to make get made redundant people don't want to be made redundant so do we then by default start creating work for ourselves start creating clutter and and bureaucracy to try and justify what we're doing i think we're doing it probably with the best of intentions but yeah we're definitely creating safety clutter um and i would argue the best of intentions probably isn't a good enough reason on its own to create a lot of that stuff but from another perspective i mean there's a lot of information out there to digest for people who are working on a construction site you know you've got everything from the type of hard hat that you need to get you know the, the standard that it needs to be certified to the you need to run ppe trials you need to have a um, operational and compliant health and safety committee there's an absolute host of information that that needs to be digested by people who really just want to get on and build the building um i think it helps when you have a safety person that can that can manage all of that and um just say you know just be the the sounding board when they say what type of hard hat do we need i've done the research this is it let's run it through the committee do a ppe trial and and get it put in place Cool. Okay. And, and, and that's a, that's a, that's a valid point. Maybe, um, well, not maybe that is definitely a valid point. And I, and I think though, I guess my worry is that by creating the, the, the title is like the, the flame that I just spoke about that brought the three of us together, right? The, the title health and safety, uh, it, people seem to push everything back, back onto that, that sort of, um, health and safety professional. I mean, Andy, you're, you're a consultant, right? You go in and, would you say you deliver? I mean, do you tell people how do you how do you describe what you do? Do you describe that you deliver health and safety training? And if we were to abolish health and safety, would that affect what you do? Um, well, most of the training that I deliver isn't really to do with the legislation. So most of the training that I deliver is to do with accident investigations, which you would want to do anywhere, right? Whether whether this, whether you're required by law or not to do safety you would still need to investigate and you still need to manage risks. I mean, and I would say that a better description of what I do would be in the risk management space rather than the safety space. Yeah, because, well, there we go. You know, yeah, that's that, a fascinating, that, yeah. fascinating conversation. For another day. Oh, I, I reckon we might want to peel that, peel that lid off. I mean, is, is it, 
is it maybe not so much then about abolishing uh, health and safety, but maybe just rebranding it, renaming it, re re looking at how we talk about it? Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. We can go right back to some some basic fundamentals and, and say we, the, the whole goal of what we're trying to achieve is to stop people getting hurt, but to keep them in employment and keep the economy going. And it's it's a it's a balancing act between those two things. And uh, if we can sort of come to some sort of solution around that, that, how we balance that, I don't think the current legislation is particularly good at doing that. I think it's it's slightly tilted in a, in one one way rather than the other. Okay, no, interesting. Okay, well, hey, um, sticking with you, Andy. Um, I'm not going to give you a choice here. We've got a challenge by choice show, and the. The choice is mine. The, the challenge is the challenge is yours. That old chestnut, right? Um, listen, I'm going to tell you we are abolishing health and safety, right? We're abolishing it. Um, I want you. What? What? Are, what? Can you actually see any pros in the abolishment of health and safety? Bit of a tough question here. I know if you're not into it, but like I said, my choice, your challenge. Any pros in abolishing it? Um, I think. I think there's a chance that perversely you would actually increase engagement in activities that are about stopping people getting hurt. Hey. Wow. <laughs> Mate, that's good thing we record this, right? We can go back and actually grab that. That's cool. That's that's brilliant. No, that's fair cool. There's I mean, what about you, right? Like regardless of what you believe or what you think or what your personal preference is, uh, my choice, your challenge. We are abolishing health and safety. Uh, do you actually see any pros in the abolishment of health and safety? Yeah, and I think for the same reason that Andy just mentioned, that it, it might t make some people take it a lot more seriously. It's a bit closer to home, but there will be some people who will continue to not take it seriously. I guess then that's the... that's. I mean, you look at the show as a classic metaphor for that, right? I mean, you two turn up fortnight after fortnight ultimate professionals right you're prepared you're researched you take this thing seriously right yeah i need to be it. disappointed by you yeah <laughs> I, I... oh is that where you're going with this sorry <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was exactly where i was going i roll in coming hot every time unprepared disorganized uh and somehow managed to keep your motley crew going. It's amazing, right? Um, so, so could I turn that round onto you then, Brent? So if 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 if, if safety was abolished, yep. and I came to one of your sites, how would it look different? I I I think it would look very different. To be fair, I think it would look incredible. I think it would be a thing of beauty, um, something to aspire to. If we got rid of it. What I think you would see, Andy, is I think you would see people getting on and working, and I think you would see them getting on and working in a way um, that is right, if that makes sense. So I, my worry is we have created so much bureaucracy and so much um, clutter that that people are working unnaturally, and, and, and I think by abolishing it, you would see people working how they need to be working right you'd see people working in a way that makes sense for the situation that you find yourself in and i think that would be a thing of beauty i think i think it would be a thing of organized chaos if you can imagine such a thing chaos being organized right because you might look over to one part of the, the site for example and there'll be people undertaking work activities which will be fantastic and they won't be wearing a hard hat 
heaven forbid, they're on a construction site not wearing a hard hat. Why? Because there's no need to wear the hard hat over there, right? Um, yet you'd look to your right and you'd see work activities taking place. Uh, and you would see people wearing a hard hat. And that is because there is a need to wear a, a hard hat. But I think what, what ends up happening, and it's fascinating, I've had this conversation with some of um, my own site managers around why are we wearing a hard hat? Oh, because we have to. Why do we have to? Because safety says we have to. And, and, and to be doing something just because somebody perceives health and safety said so, I think is the wrong reason to be doing it. And, and so I think it would be a thing of beauty, to be fair, Andy, if we abolished health and safety, an absolute thing of beauty. We'd have to go back to rebranding the show. I just want to stick with that, though. I want to focus on us because it's not about anybody else. It's about us. I'm quite enjoying this little get-together we have, and we need to work on rebranding. But I think if you went to one of my sites, I think you would see a thing of beauty. I think you would see a thing of, um, of organized chaos, really. It would be great. I love that answer because the question was, what what would your site look like if we abolished safety? And you said that it would be people working, people working right, people working naturally. It will be a thing of beauty, which implies that your sites are currently none of those things at this, at this very moment. <laughs> What's WorkSafe's oh, number? Oh, you, you ring WorkSafe. We will be ticking boxes like there's no tomorrow. And But no, but there's – you That's go to the sites it? now and it, it – I. The feeling I get is it's a it's a feeling of unease, a feeling of unnaturalism, a feeling of who's going to catch me out, right? And 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 it's a feeling of people people are too scared to think because of this overarching thing called health and safety. And 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 so you you could go to one of my sites now and uh, listen, they're not going to be perfect because no, no site is perfect, right? Because again. If there are rules, if there are these things, people will try what they can, intentionally or unintentionally, to navigate around them, right? Um, oh, I wonder, you know, it's like kids stealing lolly from the candy jar, right? I mean, all kids do it. I mean, we all probably stole liquor from our parents' liquor cabinet at some point, right? Let's be honest about that. I mean, I'm still stealing liquor from my parents' liquor cabinet, and I'm definitely not a child, you know? And, and, and I, yeah, so... I, <laughs> I think, yeah, right now you go to my sites, you see a sense of unease. I think you see a sense of um, worry. You see a sense of nervousness um, and unnaturalism, if that is even a word. Um, yeah, so that those are my thoughts anyway. Um, so, Des, well, then, sticking with you, mate, um, if we were to abolish health and safety, yep, because uh, that's, that, that's what the wheels landed on, um, do you see any traps in in this any traps in abolishing health and safety yeah um and it's what i pointed to before is that is that some things are, are really complicated and there's a lot of information out there to digest and i i don't think that you could do you you would struggle to do your trade as well as digest all of that information um i, th I think it would be difficult you'd, you'd need that support so you'd, if you were abolishing health and safety you'd, you'd probably need someone that had that knowledge to support the organization yeah not interesting yeah see your point definitely see your point there um andy i mean you, your thoughts uh if we were to abolish health and safety tomorrow what do you see as the traps uh for that i think one of the um going back to what you were saying which you made some very good points brenton i oh, think um, there's no surprise in my voice there. It's just the way I speak. The um, That whole, why do we wear a hard hat? Because safety says so. That's really fascinating. I find that really fascinating because 
you wear a, you wear a hard hat to stop your head getting hurt. <laughs> and, and I know the, that. that you know the, that. Yeah, that, and that's the answer that we should get. So I think there's been a huge problem in 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 the marketing of safety over many many years. Um, Moth to a flame, mate. Yeah, Moth absolutely. to a flame, and that imposing imposing things on people. One of the interesting things about the hard hat issue on on construction sites, though, is it if it's compulsory on sites, it it reduces the chance of lapses. So it reduces the chance of people moving from an area where they don't need it to where they do need it and not putting it on. Mm, and, I'm going to argue the, that point, actually. That's cool, but you can argue that. That's fantastic. I think you're, I think you're dumbing down people, is, is my, my opinion. You're making people stupid. No, I, I would disagree. I just think that it's 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 part of life and part of being human is to is well, to being stupid, make, make make mistakes and forget things. And you know, if you're walking from you're inside a building doing some roofing, as uh, doing some ceiling, whatever the people do with ceilings, in a residential <laughs> construction site, and suddenly you walk out and you've got you got to wear your hard hat inside. It's stupid. I get it. But if you walk outside all of a sudden while somebody's lifting some stuff and it falls on you, then you don't have to think about putting well, your hard hat on. You see, there's your first problem. There's we need to take this guy to a construction site and educate him. Uh, you cannot. This is a death trap. <laughs> you cannot compare a residential construction site. Those guys are cowboys, mate, uh, to a commercial site, right? You. <laughs> in fact, you cannot compare the two, right? Oh, so, two we, so we're only things. so we're only abolishing safety on on basically <laughs> the field that you two work in. Yeah, that's because they've already <laughs> abolished it on residential sites. Like <laughs> it was never there. <laughs> uh, just apologies, firstly. Uh, thank God we got a disclaimer. Just apologies to anybody that works in the residential construction game. Um, well, okay. No, I mean that's yeah. I, 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 and I guess that's the whole, the whole, the whole point of this, right? And there's arguments for and against, and I, and I guess it's it's just fascinating to have that conversation, right? Um, yeah, and, and I guess I just want, and that's what we're—that's one of the reasons for the show, isn't it, guys? I mean, it's about—it's about people actually thinking about what we're doing and not just doing it for the sake of of um, of doing it. So, um, yeah, cool. I mean, listen, I know that it's crazy. You know, when that when, when that wheel first spun, you probably thought, "Oh, I'm not going to talk about this for 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 a while." But um, what do you know? Time is um, time is wrapping up. Uh, and and the show's getting on, so it's, it's time to sort of wrap up. I mean, there's your final thoughts on the topic, on the conversation we've just been having. I mean, what, what are your takeaways? Well, I'm, I'm glad you use use the example of hard hats as well, because um, to me that indicates the use of a, of a blanket rule, and I don't think that blanket rules are actually comply with the intention and, and the wording of the act. Um, so if, if anyone's got a blanket rule, might want to look at the fact that you've got to risk assessing each individual task um see andy. And, and maybe hard hats is the wrong is the wrong example for that because i actually agree with andy that sometimes um maintaining compliance can be an issue um but what are you, you complying know, say, with? say it's re say it's reverse parking in all instances um i think that having a blanket rule on those types of things is potentially safety being lazy and incompetent um and maybe maybe it should be abolished in those types of circumstances. Because just on that, mate, with reverse parking, do you know how hard it is to get something out of your boot when you've reverse parked and there's, like, no space behind you? Do you know how that is? You've got to climb in through the front seat and over the back seat and... It's just chaos. Just chaos. No, great, great. Thanks, Des. Anything else, mate, to wrap up the show? 
on that I topic? don't think so. I think we should no. throw over to Andy. Yeah, Andy, what, you what are Andy? your thoughts, mate? What's your wrap-up on the topic? Um, very, very interesting concept. I think, in my mind, it, it, it's a, suffering from a branding issue is health and safety. So let's abolish the term, call it something else. Uh, I think that would be very helpful. But then we'd also need to use the new term and the new philosophy to educate everybody else because it's 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 like you've indicated, Brent, it's not happy out there. People are still very much focused on with being told to do safety as opposed to, hey, by doing safety, I won't die today. Um, which is which, which is the which, ultimate goal. Which right? is the ultimate goal. It's an incredibly hard sell when it should be the easiest sell in the world. If if you do this stuff, you'll still have both arms at the end of the day, you know? Um, but people just want to want to push back on it, and I find that that really fascinating, really fascinating. And this sort of nah. pulls together a lot of the other other discussions we've had, doesn't it? It's quite it's quite nice the way it's pulled it all together. It sure does. It sure does. Um, yeah, and, and I guess I mean that's where I'm I'm kind of going. I just I just want us to think about how we're how we're approaching this stuff. I mean, I, I guess my my thoughts, my, my final thoughts. Uh, I mean, I think you can have. I think you can abolish it without abolishing it, if, if that's the biggest uh, contradiction of all all contradictions today. Um, you know, I think if we if we if we keep the framework, if we keep the the intention behind what we're trying to do, but we abolish the branding, we abolish the um, the, the the perceived big brother, the perception of uh, you know that aspect of it to stop people looking over the shoulder to create that pictorial type approach. Um, I think there's benefits. I, I think my take, my final wrap ups and takeaway for the show is I think you can do both. I think you can keep it, but you can get rid of it. You can abolish it, but you can still have it. Um, and I know that's a contradiction in itself, but I think there's a there's a there's a little bit of food for thought there. Now I'm not suggesting we go down the road and kind of I don't know create another thing called safety two or whatever or no safety. I don't know, but um, I'm just thinking we just talk about getting stuff done right, and and we we um. We we aim to do that. So, no, great great conversation, guys. And um, I love the I love the fact again that that I just don't agree with anything you two say. Um, it's brilliant. Um, now, there's mate. What have you got coming up over the next couple of weeks? Got any more safety symposiums you're going to? Before I launch into that, I just love the fact that you said we should talk about getting getting stuff done. Not getting stuff done. Just talk about getting stuff done. <laughs> I don't, I don't actually do anything. Have you seen these hands? Look at them. <laughs> Look at these hands, mate. They don't do anything. I mean, obviously, I work very hard uh, when I'm in the office. But, um, yeah, anyway, carry, carry on. There's anything exciting in the next couple of weeks, mate? Uh, end of year strategy discussions, um, which which I quite enjoy, actually. Yeah, I love the end Where of do year we Christmas want to be parties, uh, drinking, eating. I love it. Love end of year stuff, Des. Great. Thanks for the reminder, mate. Um, are you a bit really interesting to have that conversation with you uh, once you've gone through that and and maybe not necessarily analyze the detail but analyze have you come up with anything new and exciting you know what I mean what what are you going to be doing differently uh, that you did for the last five years for example and and does a strategy day actually make a difference maybe we could put that on the wheel does safety planning make safety better oh that's a good one that's a good one uh, Andy what about you mate what do you got coming up over the next couple of weeks Oh, I'm off to South Island next week. Um, nice. Speaking at a catch at up a with Sarah Health and Safety Reps um, Safety Conference thing, presenting a, a talk on psychological safety, which is um, something that interests me. 
greatly. I can tell. That'd be good. I've been doing a lot of reading about it. Fantastic. And yourself, um, Brenton, what are you up to? Yeah, good. I've just suddenly had a, a concern pop up. Um, I need to double check my diary. Actually, I I'm I am incredibly privileged, um, and I am currently in serving an internship with with Inchpope, um, and we've spoken about them a couple of times in the uh, global qualifications framework and and the like. But um, as part of that, I'm heading off to Sydney uh, in a couple of weeks, and we're heading over to um, an Inchpo workshop where I'm going to be kind of facilitating one of the workshops there, which is quite exciting. And, um, and our sort of board meeting, but also um, a vigorating few days of the, at the World Safety Congress. Um, so I've just got to make sure that I've, I've, I've planned my flights around the show, really. Um, otherwise, I, I might be trying to stream it off a of Wi-Fi off an airplane. I might need your, your cabin announcement tool, Des. Um, so, yeah, no, really excited, mate. Um, just full full steam ahead planning uh, to head over to Sydney to see the World Safety Congress. So, listen, um, just, again, this is all about me. Don't worry about this or Andy. Uh, any of our Australian listeners going to be at the World Safety Congress in Sydney in November? Want to catch up, do a coffee? Um, let's let's do it. Let's have a chat um, and let's let's see where it um, where it takes us. Um, take so. some mugs across. I, I can't take you with me, mate. Sorry. Um, <laughs> can't take you that with me. That's good. <laughs> um, like how quick I was at that. Okay, hey, so that listen, good. again, um, something just to all our sort of viewers out there, something Des, Andy, and I talk about on a regular basis. We're, we're incredibly flattered and um, I don't know about the other boys, but overwhelmed by the response and the support that we're getting for this wee little thing we call the Circus of Safety. Um, the engagement we're getting both publicly on the LinkedIn page and, and individual messages being sent um, has just been phenomenal. And just as part of that, I just want to acknowledge um, one of our recent followers to the page. Um, hopefully he's tuning in. I, I don't quite know uh, what the time zone is. And you ask why the time zone brings in? Well, this follower, I think he may be our first, boys. From Pakistan, so we wow. have now we have broken uh, onto the largest continent in the world. Um, so a big, a big shout out to Hamad Khan, who is a health, safety, and environment officer at the National Technical Services for Pakistan. So, hey mate, listen, thanks for liking the page, thanks for for joining in on the show. Uh, look forward to you contributing at some point. Um, yeah, so I guess, guys, till, till the next one, I guess we'll see you hopefully in a fortnight. Thanks very much. See you then. Thanks very much. See you then. No worries. Take care.